Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good, clean, fun. Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. This is AutoLine Daily for February 8th, and here's what's going on out there. General Motors is going to announce a big loss in the fourth quarter in Europe, according to the Wall Street Journal. GM has lost $14 billion on its European operations since 1999. That's why GM has assigned a new management team to turn Opel around. And here's my AutoLine insight. Whenever new management steps in, it always throws every possible problem onto the books to get that behind them. They can always blame their predecessors for those problems, but you only get to do that once, so here's their chance. Plus, GM needs to convince German unions and politicians that drastic measures are necessary, and anything that can make the problem look as dire as possible is what they're going to do. In the American market, vehicles with diesel engines, including heavy-duty pickups, now outsell all hybrids and electric cars combined. And they're doing that without any incentives, but that could be about to change. Wards reports that the EPA is considering offering incentives, possibly to consumers or possibly to automakers in the form of more generous credits towards their cafe targets. Currently, future cafe regulations are heavily biased in favor of hybrids and electrics. Speaking of CAFE, the National Auto Dealers Association is opposed to the suggested target of 54.5 miles per gallon by 2025. That's about 4 liters per 100 kilometers. It says that goes too far and will force higher car prices that will cripple sales. So far, the corporate average fuel economy target is just a proposal. It has not yet been finalized and the NADA is hoping to come up with a number that is not as drastic. As we've talked about before on this show, Chinese consumers prefer driving foreign brands over domestic ones. In fact, imported car sales in China grew by over a quarter last year, and they're expected to surpass one million units for the first time this year. European automakers are especially increasing imports into China in order to offset losses because of the debt crisis back home. On the heels of being named the North American Car of the Year, Hyundai is expanding the Elantra lineup with a coupe and a hatchback. The coupe incorporates the same fluidic sculpture design language as the sedan and Hyundai's signature hexagonal front end grille. The hatchback, also called the Elantra GT, also has the same engine and a sleek design. Hyundai says it's lighter than its competitors thanks to the use of high-strength steel, yet it also has more interior room. The coupe is scheduled to go on sale this spring while the hatchback will be available in the summer. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Why? Higher take rates, lower cost of ownership, longer range and better fuel mileage, lower CO2 emissions. Clean diesel, good, economical, functional. Bosch, invented for life. And now it's time for some of your feedback. 
Army Dre 13 saw a couple of our recent reports on Mazda, including its latest profit and sales numbers. So, he says, yesterday Mazda sales were up 68.2%, but today their revenue is down 17%? Not sure I follow the math on that one. Army Dre 13, the sales numbers were just for last month and only in the American market. The profit numbers reflect Mazda's global operations for all of last year, including the impact of the massive earthquake and the flooding in Thailand. A bunch of you reacted to our reports on Super Bowl ads, especially with Ford lashing out at GM for running an ad showing Chevy Silverados surviving an imaginary apocalypse, while a guy who drove a Ford F-150 did not survive. Tango R34 wonders why Ford reacted like it did. Why should Ford flip out, he asks. They were the one who did a Ford owner who would only drive a non-bailed-out American brand PR stunt. Amen, Tango. What goes around comes around. Adam White feels the same way. I have owned a Ford truck for over 10 years, he says. When I saw the Chevy Silverado ad during the Super Bowl last night, I laughed out loud at the ending. I thought it was one of the better ads shown during the game. No hurt feelings here. Right, it was a fun ad. Ford's just being petulant. Lighten up, Ford. And Chuck heard me say that when Ford saw that ad, that took the rag off the bush and it demanded a retraction from Chevrolet. Took the rag off the bush, he asks? Where in the world did that one come from? Chuck, I am so glad you asked. It's an American idiom that went out of use over a century ago. It's something that I've never found the chance to use before, so I used it. I ran across it years ago reading Western novels by Louis L'Amour. It's very hard to track the origins of it, but it goes back to the Old West and it's kind of the equivalent of slapping somebody with a glove. It reflects both an insult and a challenge. 012345 also weighed in on the ads. So, what was the best Super Bowl car ad, Mr. McElroy? I gladly would say it was the one featuring Mr. Clint Eastwood, but that ad just makes me feel like shooting some punks. Well, don't go shooting anybody, but thanks for sharing the thought. By the way, those Super Bowl ads are going to be one of the topics on AutoLine After Hours tomorrow night. Joining us will be Gene Halliday, who reports on automotive advertising. So join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for the best insider information in the business. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.